Alrighty, and we're live. What is going on, guys? Room Prime here for October 10th. Yes, we're in October. Uh, Before you know, it will be in November. We'll be celebrating Thanksgiving. And Mm -hmm. blink twice, you'll be in December. And blink one more time, it'll be 2020. What's going on? It is another episode of The Roundtable, only here on Room Prime TV Network. And you heard him on the other end, Rome himself. What's you heard on? I. What's up? What's up, man? How's everybody? Hope yeah. everything is well. Happy Thursday. Oh, yeah. Thursday. It's Thursday, so that means it's Friday, Junior. Oh, it's, yeah. It's Friday, Junior. Yesterday was hump day. Now it's uh, Friday, Junior. And wow, man, like just every day, so much news is going on. We have the the, the wrestling hype still going yeah. strong. We got all this Joker craze and uh, our, our favorite adult film star we got to hit on as well, <laughs> you know, figuratively. And, oh. and yeah, like, holy crap, man, like. Uh, also, the last episode with me and Neil, unfortunately, I done goofed. Apologies. I'm still getting used to the mixer. So the sound on my end was low. And I know Ooh. people, yeah, I know people tell me, oh, Caesar, you gotta, your, your voice is so low. I was like, yes, yes, I know. But that was me flubbing up with the mixer, not putting my sound all the way up. Because I can hear, you know, I hear myself good, but it didn't translate yeah. well in the recording. That was oh, okay. my bad. That is my it bad. Happens. It's just getting used to this thing. Uh, I'm really loving this mixer. It's uh, a good value, like for what it can do. Two hundred bucks. I love it. And you know, I want to do this. I want to commit to this. Like, I don't want to just have just a headset and you know, record on Skype. I used to do that, not no more, because there was a lot of issues with converting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you want to be a bit more uh, professional, as they say. You want to, oh yes, be a bit more clean with your uh, with your presentation. I respect it. You know, yeah, that's what we all strive to be: is a bit more clean with our presentations and whatever we do, right? Yeah, of course, that that's that's the main goal here, because you know, at the end of the day, you know, we. If you wanna, it's a hobby. We, we all have, we all have our hobbies and 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 passions. And if you want to take it seriously, you have to essentially, you know, go all in, <laughs> all in. You know, we gotta go. We gotta be fully committed. Go balls deep. And with this, this is a, a just one step. It's one more step. And. I plan on getting a computer. I'm kind of hesitant deciding which one to get. I should go to the PC route or I should just stay uh, an Apple fanboy. Mm-hmm. Even though I had one of those computers before, but building one of my own is, you know, not a challenge, but it's like so many uh It's so different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so yeah, many it's parts. It's a little different to do, to do it that way, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I love, like, trust me, when I, I see... uh computer you know when i see rigs online at all just 
uh, $500, $600, $700 budget computer, and then you see all the parts. It, it's I love that shit, but I want to, you know, especially when you're spending this much money, you got to, like, I want to be careful. Yeah. Not go too overboard or not spend enough or spend too much. Yeah, of course. So I'm doing, uh, you know. Stay, you want to stay in your budget, as they say. Of course. See, yeah, stay in your budget. You know, don't go beyond your means. But you need the essentials as well. So, yes. You know, hopefully uh, we we can find that medium. But we will because I want to be able to have like a little mini studio going. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, you know, launching missiles in, you know, Northcom. So I, I wanted to like that have a bunch of, you know, uh, multiple screens, two mixers, a bunch of wires all over the place. You know, mics and all, but that—that's, you know, we gotta crawl before we walk and mm-hmm. walk before we run. Anyways, enough with the technical mumble jumbo. Let's talk about some Joker business. Let's uh, some, some Joker, some Joe Quinn Phoenix. Yes, yeah. Let's talk some jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's how you say it, jo- yeah. Joaquin. I'm butchering yeah. his whole name. <laughs> 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 so, I know you saw the movie. Yes. And Neil saw the movie, and you know he shared his thoughts. And I try to splice what he said in when it's appropriate. Um, okay. You know, post after post production, but you you went and saw the movie, and mm-hmm. just the hilarity of just people not being able to take it. We touched. A little bit about this on on last on the uh, last episode of R and R Connection. I, I believe that was last week Thursday too, right or no? Was it? Uh... I know it was right before because I saw the movie on Friday, and yes. at the time we spoke, I didn't see the movie at the time. Okay, yeah. Um, when so we did the wrestling, was... yeah, when we did the wrestling show. Uh, you already seen it. I think, yeah, it was Sunday because it was held in the cell. Oh, this Sunday that just passed. Yeah, okay. it was held in the okay. cell, yeah. Oh, Lord. Brought up that. Brought up that. that oh, that. so I did see it. Okay, okay. Yeah, didn't make it sure. Yeah. No, no, no. All right. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you went and seen it. And just all these reports that people. All across the world, and you know how people like to exaggerate. You know when someone tells you a story, and you know for a fact that they're lying their ass off, or they're just embellishing shit. And I'm just here like, oh come on now, like in the United States, maybe, maybe people in the United States, since you know America is, you know, it was was the same for America, home of the brave, land of the free. It's yep. essentially home of the triggered. And land of the cucks. So <laughs> that's the new slogan, now? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, on the fly, I throw it up right on the uh, right on the fly. So you know, essentially, people are so triggered and they're so cucked by you know their own beliefs. 
mm-hmm. and you'll hear essentially people, you know, just spewing and, and sensationalizing all these things that if you watch Joker, that you essentially support white supremacy, that you're a Nazi. Uh, next, they'll say that you'll grow a fucking mustache and you want to burn people in ovens. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's yeah. a movie. And we have way more. We we brought this up on on the last episode. We brought this up in in just small detail on R and R last Sunday and how people you know just people were just leaving and, and there's all this sensationalizing over this movie. Like, come on now, like, yeah. It, it's it's a work of fiction. And no one was batting an eye. No one was batting an eye with John Wick. And John Wick Chapter 3, good movie. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice. Really good movie. I love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was awesome. You had Halle Berry in there. You have uh, some of the original cast, some uh, newcomers to the, to the film franchise. It's a good movie, but the whole movie was just John Wick killing people on horses in back alleys. You know, people was essentially after him. Mm-hmm. Was the, the 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 bounty on his head was like seven million, I believe, and then they doubled it during the movie, and then people were going after him more. And he was killing people from one side of the world to another, and no yep. one was bad an eye about that. That's cool. So. Fictionally, someone could leave a trail of bodies all over Manhattan, all over uh, Grand Central Station, all these other places all across you know, different parts of the world in the movie. But yet, a movie that slow burns and just shows that someone had a bad day. Right. Someone just had a, a series of, of, of bad, series days, bad days. Yeah. And it just, inca- it just snapped. And we... It's something that we can relate, but not everyone will go to that extreme. Some sure. people do, but not everyone. Yeah. And this is so real. If, that, if, yeah, go ahead. If you want to be, if you're actually, you know, saying that, yeah, you know, not everyone's going to go to that extreme, but you could say some people have went to the opposite. Well, it's been an extreme, but it's been the opposite of it, which is suicide. How many people have had? A string of bad days, which maybe have you know started from bad years. Maybe you had a you know a few bad days and become bad months. Then it becomes a bad year, whatever. How many people have you know taken their own life because of that? Because they weren't accepted in society, because they were bullied, because they were um, you know they couldn't find love or like they were looked down upon at their job. Like you know what I mean? Like to say get what Joker did was definitely extreme, but like. There's people who are doing, you know, suicide in real life, and I think that's pretty extreme. Yes, it is. That's just one of many of the extremes. But mm-hmm. you see people just focus on one thing, and when today, actually today is National uh, Mental Health Day. Yeah. And uh, a WWE personality and commentator, Corey Graves, he brought this up. You know, the tweet today being uh, National mental health day and if i can find a tweet i can i think i saw it but i understand if you want to get it for the you know for the viewers yeah just just i did see it though yeah just just for context sake because 
you, know, you, you see here should be should be here. Have so many damn Twitter accounts. Remember, kids, just have one Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, right. Just one. Yeah, it was my other Twitter account. Okay. Uh, at WWE Graves, uh, seven hours ago. Until you felt its power, it's difficult to understand depression and anxiety. It's very real and even worse without someone to lean on. Ask for help or someone close to you is suffering. Please let, please just listen. It might make all the difference. Hashtag World Mental Health Day. And it's something that's not talked about. But then you see people going around and, and, and defending or, you know, just attacking the wrong things or addressing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And this is just another, you can just chalk this up as another one of many, one of many times where people just attack something and sensationalize it because they're, you know, echoing what other people are saying. Now I'm saying right. that there's an agenda. There's so many movies out there. But because this movie has gotten so much attention, just like with, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the chicken sandwich from, uh, from Popeye's. Yeah, the Popeye sandwich, like, yeah. It's just a regular chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. I can just get some, some uh, chicken breast, you know, get some breading, get some seasoning, uh, get a Hawaiian... Uh, Hawaiian bun, you know, get some, get some uh, sauce on it, and I have a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And the the way that people were sensationalizing is like, oh man, like this is the greatest thing ever. And that was just media hype through celebrities and social media, and yeah, hey, social media, you know, putting it over. Exactly, yep. and you had essentially. Popeyes have free, free advertising, and they they got millions of dollars off of that. So yeah, I see, think it was twenty five. Yeah, was the exact number. Yeah, around that. Yeah, because people people will believe anything if if if, if enough people on social media says that this thing is is great, it's the most greatest thing ever, or this is the worst thing on the planet. Don't support it. Then people are going to Either A, go along with it, or B, they're gonna they're gonna have a little bit of curiosity. They'll be like, "Hey, I'm gonna watch that," and that's exactly what happened. So instead of people going about addressing this as a way to you know, as a way to say, "Hey, like this this movie hits home," yes, it may offend some people, yes, but when something hasn't offended people every right. there's going to be things all types of art forms various you know shapes and forms it's going to offend people music entertainment film you know podcasts you know video games mhm it's going to any, any type of media there's always going to be something and any type of media that will offend you, for sure. Of course. But people just seem to be like, we're going to focus on this one thing and nothing else. 
instead of saying, hey, this movie isn't for me. You know, I have an issue with it. But I'm going to move on because there are more important things in this world than some fictional movie. Yeah, to feel some type of way. Yeah. It's, it, what, what really happened was the, uh, you know, the fear-mongering. Yes. Uh, that's really what it was. That's that's what it was. That's what it came down to is the fact that, you know, the media was telling you, the news was telling you that this movie is going to breed chaos. This movie is going to breed violence. This movie has so much, so much uh, senseless violence in there and senseless, mur- senseless murders and, you know, this and that. And, and that's what the movie told people. So that's why people were, you know, really like worried and stuff like that and scared. But my whole thing is, if you're if you're scared, right? And like I said, I've been in a movie theater and I've seen some. I've seen people literally leave. There was, there was a girl in my movie theater who was talking to herself. Mm. She was just randomly. She would just randomly say stuff. Um, initially, I thought she was arguing with someone because there was a point where she's like, "Oh, look up your your Jordans. Look." She's like, "Your Jordans are fake. They were made in Indonesia, right?" So like, I was laughing. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's pretty funny," but like. I didn't know why she was saying that. I'm thinking she's arguing with somebody. And, you know, I just, you know, it's a movie theater. It's dark. You don't see. But um, then she started saying stuff like, oh, uh, yeah, Joker, kill them. I'm with you. I'm on your side, man. Kill Batman. Kill Superman. All of them. And then um, there was a group of dudes. It was like four dudes yeah. sitting next to me. And they all whispered in each other. And, and they got up and left. So I was laughing because I'm like, wow. Like, I'm like. You know, if she tries something, first off, um, this is a little frail woman who came in and uh, she had like a little purse with her. Okay. So let's say she did try to to shoot up anything. It would be nothing other than a small like a small handgun. Right. Yeah. So at, at worst, one person might get shot. But it's like it's the movie theater is packed. And with all of us in there, I guarantee you she's getting knocked out. Like that, that, that is a fact. Like I was, me and Neil was talking about that. Like, man, listen, cause we were in the area. We were like, not that far. from. Right. I'm like, man, listen, if she had something on her, she might get one of them. And that's it. We all better jump her and yeah. take her out. Like, I don't, I don't, that's one thing, you know, I don't, I don't want that to happen. Nobody ever wants a place to, you know, go to, to get shot up or anything. But if, if I'm ever in a situation like that, I do hope that the people around me are like, yo, this is our life. This is do or die. We're not going to run and give them easy shots. We're going to fight back. You know, I hope I'm in the situation because that's going to be my model. Yeah, that's my model. But anyway, um, and then I remember there was a couple who walked out who who heard her and walked out. And then like two other people, like at least eight to ten people walked out of the movie theater. And I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, like, you know, she I can understand why people are being a little nervous. But I'm like, she doesn't she's not going to come watch the movie and then shoot everybody. Right. Like the dude that was his name, uh, James, uh, I forget his name. The guy that shot up the Batman movie. He wasn't, yeah. it's not like he was chilling there watching the Batman movie and then was like, all right, I'm going to shoot everyone. No, he came into the theater with the gun. Yep. You know, I don't think this person would sit and watch a whole movie and be like, all right, movie's done. Let me shoot everybody now. Uh, James Holmes, I mean, by the way. Was his name James Holmes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Holmes. Yeah, I remember James being his name. Yeah. But yeah, like, and it's like, you know, but you let the fear mongering get to you. And if you're going to be like that, why even go see the movie? Like, I get that you want to see it, but you can wait. If your life, which, you know, I understand your life is really important to you. If you're afraid, if you're afraid to go anywhere that, oh, man, if I go here, it's a possibility somebody would shoot this up, somebody would do this or do that. 
just stay home and wait for it to come out on cable. It's going to be out on cable in a few months. Just watch it on cable, yeah. you know, if you're that nervous and you're that scared to see it. But I don't understand people going to movie theaters and then just like leaving when like the mild, the threat is like so mild. Like it, it was like a tiny, it was like a skinny little girl, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I understand that she had something with her. She had like a small, you know, like a regular purse that a girl would bring. Yeah. She was just talking to herself. And like a bunch of people are leaving. And I'm just like, man, listen, this one little girl, like, <laughs> come on, man. No AR-15 or anything on her, you know? Unless she and, disassembled it, you know? Yeah, right. She just built it there, right? Yeah. Like, I understand. But, but I mean, the, the, the actual movie itself, I think, was a, was a great movie. And it's just, you know, the hypocrisy of America where, you know, oh, this movie is breeding violence and chaos and all these senseless deaths and this, this and that. But... You know, this is America. How many movies we can go down the line of movies with senseless fighting, with people getting murdered, with gruesome deaths? Trust me, the deaths in this movie was not that brutal. No, we've seen it worse. It was seen a lot worse. Yeah, it just it hit home because, like you said, it showed people's hypocrisy. It really just outlined how hypocritical people in the West, you know, Western society is. And mm-hmm. like I was saying uh, last week, well, this this past Sunday, people are so afraid to look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, you know they they try to mask who they are by, you know, going out and, and, and pretending to be someone, or you know, well, not even go out now because everyone's on social media. They go on this, you know, on social media. They try to impress people that don't give a shit about them. Do anything in their power to not have to deal with their true selves because it's, it's ugly. Yeah, people's true selves are ugly, and, and this movie just encapsulates just how ugly people, humans. You know, just humans, how. Yeah. Just a series of bad days can just cause people to snap. And that's just you, one extreme. Yeah. But you know, you know what my takeaway from the movie was? My yeah. takeaway wasn't the fact that he snapped and killed, you know, and killed a few people, um, or the fact that he um you know, the fact that he planned on because initially he went on that talk show to kill himself. Spoiler alerts, guys, if yeah. uh you know, anybody watching, my bad. But uh yeah, I mean well anybody listening, I should say, not yeah. watching. But um yeah, like he initially went on that show to off himself because he said he wondered if his death would mean more because that's that's how bad that's how like sad his life was was that he was thinking hey maybe if i die it'll be my death will mean more than than my life and that was a yeah. quote in the movie and um my takeaway was you know instead of saying oh, look at look at these evil you know look at these people snapping doing all this mass murder and stuff how about not pushing them to that? Because it wasn't like he was planning on doing this the whole time. Yeah, he was pushed to that. He was bullied by his coworkers. He was beaten down by pe- by random kids and people on the street bullying him, treating him like crap. His own mother. Another spoiler alert. Yes. His own mother was. He found out that his mother and his and uh, she had, he had a stepfather who was with the mother used yeah. to beat on him. The condition he has is from that. Yeah. He has a, you know, he, the, he, it makes him laugh uncontrollably. He always thought it was something, his mother told him it was some type of, you know, condition. Well, really what it was was that he was so mentally abused and physically abused as a kid that he ended up that way. So that was my takeaway is stop being a piece of crap to people. That's why I feel like a lot of humans 
you know, a lot of humans were upset with this movie. A lot of people were like, oh, this, you know, like I was saying, breeding chaos and don't see Joker. It's going to, you know, we're putting, um, you know, we're putting white male violence on a pedestal, this, this, and that. <laughs> and the reason why I feel like people feel that way is because they got outed. Humans got outed for being a piece of crap. Yes. The guy that invited him on a, on a talk show only invited him on a talk show to make fun of him and yes. to bully him. And that was a show he watched a lot with his mother. So I feel like that was my takeaway, which was, hey, you guys don't want this to happen. Stop being mean to everybody. Stop bullying that kid just because he's by himself and to himself. Stop bullying your coworkers because you can. Stop bullying people. Simple as that. Exactly. Be kind to everyone you meet. Be respectful and, and cordial to everyone you meet. And that's it. Exactly. And again, it just goes back and you just perfect. See, this is why this is why right here I, I want I want this man on the podcast because he he essentially gets the deeper meaning of shit, you know? It's thank you, like, thank you. No problem. It's not like oh just just blah, you know. No, it it's it, it this movie has a deeper meaning and you you caught it, you understand it. People are just so into just the hysteria. Yeah, you know, you you know, hey, I was talking about earlier how it's close to November. It's gonna be November in a couple of weeks, and you mm. know what, what's gonna be going on in November, right? Oh man, Black, Black Friday. Friday, and you know yep. the hysteria. People need to get the, the, that five percent off on that TV, ten uh, percent mm-hmm. off on that on that uh, blunder, and it will trample on people. Yeah, that's when we see the true nature of the human race. When you see a grown woman wrestling a, a 10-year-old girl for a shopping cart that has an iPad in it. Doesn't we see the real yep. nature of, uh, you know, the real animalistic, primal, you know, instincts of human beings when when their favorite uh, game console is on sale and it's like two left and they're like literally bum-rushing each other in the line to buy it. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's crazy. Humans by nature. Well, I say, yeah, I could say by nature. They're just... Yep. Very, just animal, animalistic. Very cruel and evil. It's it's easy. Like in wrestling, we're gonna hit on some wrestling a bit. Yep. Like you're, you're, you know, we're wrestling fans, and you know, it's it's much like a a heel. Like we we say, oh, it's it's uh it's easy to be a babyface and whatnot. That you don't have to do much, but but to be uh, to be a, a good heel, it takes work. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone can be a piece of shit, but anyone sure. can, you know, anyone can just be uh, just a regular, you know, heel you know, or bad guy for those who are not in the know. But when it comes to just a certain type of heel, where they can do the hillish things, but it can be taken upon. Oh, you know, it's it, it's just someone. You know what I mean? Someone that that's that's bad, but we we like him. He, yeah, he's misunderstood. No, for sure. yeah, yeah, he's misunderstood. But you know, anyone can be an asshole. Anyone could could try to be edgy. You know, anyone can try to be oh too cool for school and all this shit. But it takes skill to be that that type of bad guy that will basically capture you know culture. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and people don't understand that. It's, it's easy. It's easy to, anyone can be a, a dick or an asshole, but it takes the entire person to to be at that level. Right. It really does. And, you know, the society, we're all trying to be edgy, we're all trying to be cool, impress people that obviously don't give a shit about us. And they don't, they don't understand or they don't care what they're doing. Just what you see online, it's going to make people snap. It can either make people want to kill themselves mm-hmm. like a lot of these you know a lot of these uh uh me too females and me too that is one this one chick that uh made uh the sky i guess think they were dating or, or something uh i know mish wrestling suit brought it up a lot you know because how much a piece of shit she was mm. and she was for me too when she basically just made this guy kill himself. Oh, um, was that the? I think I know the about that. Gamer, uh, the gamer, the gamer, the gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, she said that the guy, it was a guy who worked for. He worked for some company. I remember that. Yeah, it happened like maybe a month or so ago, and then, um, his family and everyone kept like you know his family pretty much turned their back on him, and all this stuff, and then it ended up coming out that he uh. That it wasn't true or something like that, and he yeah, killed himself. Yeah. I remember seeing there's a channel called uh, I think it's Memeology who posted a video on that. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah. I'll send you the video afterwards. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there's some evil people out here, man. But they're they're cunning. Yeah. Those are the ones you gotta watch out for. Not not the the douchey dude online, and and I cannot wait to have. I cannot wait to have a certain like she's a friend of mine's been trying to get her on this podcast well because we have a lot of and I mean a lot of like back you know, not not confrontational, but we have a yeah. lot of back and forth when it comes to, you know, just the fact that, you know, as a woman, they gotta deal with being, you know, dealing with the shit online or with with, you know, assholes and creeps and yeah, she was getting to that extreme point when we talk about extremes. When she was like, "Oh, like we gotta find all these men that are saying and doing all this shit online, and and basically just some Orwellian shit where Saint you know, just to find them, find all these people, put them in jail." Mm. And I was like, "Listen." And and I said, like, listen, you're an attractive female. You know, you're smoking hot. Mm-hmm. So people are going to, they're going to feel some type of way. And that's not excusing their behavior. I'm just saying, you got to understand. You, you're, you you know, you're attractive, so you're going to get those dudes. You're going to get the... Yeah, nice for sure. Ones. You, get, you get a few nice yeah, ones. Girl. Yeah, you're a girl. Like, you get a few nice ones, but then you're going to get a lot of the the weirdos and creeps, those are the ones who are bold. A lot of the ones who are, are you know, just keep themselves, they they don't want any, any you know, any smoke, they don't want any drama. They they stay themselves. So those, and obviously they don't, females won't pay attention to them. 
but they will always bring up all these these jerks and all these creeps and weirdos. Like, why bring those up? Why? And I know they're a lot. Trust me. Yeah. So why bring them up? Why always bring on negatives? And I told her, listen, like, I'm sorry. Like, this is what you get. This comes with the territory. And it's like, you just, you know, rather you be ugly. <laughs> you rather be ugly? And she was you, like, you ask, Yeah, my bad. No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say real quick. Yeah, you ask, ask any extremely attractive, or not even extremely attractive, ask any any woman that is, you know, that is an attractive that will get looks, that will get like, one person to hit on her per day, which is really like the average woman. But yeah, ask any woman like that whenever they try to say stuff like that. Say, hey, would you rather not be attractive? And I and I guarantee you they'll say, eh, well, no, you know. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they kind of backpedals like. Yeah. And she basically said, oh, I shouldn't have to, you know, I shouldn't have to be just. Oh, because my, my my beauty, I shouldn't have to just be. I shouldn't have to be a certain way. I shouldn't uh, be ashamed of my beauty. I shouldn't have to, you know, just be in a burlap sack. And I thought I understand, but that's just come with the territory. Like if you were an average-looking girl, or you were just an ugly duckling, whatever. Most of the time, people aren't gonna. They're, they're not gonna give a shit. But since you're, since A, she's attractive, B, wears, you know, very, she doesn't wear, like, you know, her tits or anything out. Her yeah. Back, she doesn't, you know, she's not that type, but she wears really, you know, nice clothing. Yeah, like fitting, fitting yeah. clothing. Yeah. And her ECR curves. And it's like, I mean, that's fine. Like, if we were dating and you were posting that, I'd be like, that's nice. Just, you know, just, just understand that you're gonna get certain people. And of course, since yeah, since she's Middle Eastern, she's gonna have a lot of the, the you know, the guys who are you know Middle Eastern that are essentially all oh, you're a whore, you're this and that, and it's like. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. yeah. It, it's it's no, it's, no, no. I'm so yeah. No, it's, it's, it's trust yeah, me, dude. It, it's it's messed up, but it's funny because that's just a sour grapes. Yeah. Like, oh, they, they can't reach it, so there's there's called ugly on you. or you're a whore. Like it's all that shit. It's comedy. Yeah. And I guess as men, we take things, we're able to deal with things differently because, of course, we're told by 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 women and other, you know simps out there at all you gotta just you just gotta take the l like we gotta suffer in silence we <laughs> can't essentially express ourselves we can't tell the people how we're from because especially women because they will use that against us yep and the moment you try to try to just open up and vent to someone they'll try to use it against you yeah it'll, it'll get used against you when they're mad at you oh yeah they, they'll have that They'll have that ammo. They'll put it right in, in the cartridge, ready to go. You know, they had that bullet saved because we're all trying to get an advantage over each other. And especially when you get a man to, you get them in a, in a, in a vulnerable state, that's it. And women play the game. 
and sometimes they play better than we do, unfortunately. That's Way just, better. That's, yeah, that's how it is. So that's why when I was telling my friend, and we had like, I believe she had like 24 voice messages. So on Instagram, when you DM someone and you have, you voice message someone, it's uh, a minute. So that's basically 24 minutes, almost a half an hour of her going back and forth. And then I did like half an hour because I initially put 15 minutes and then I put, you know, a few more voice messages. It was crazy. I didn't even listen to everything. Oh, wow. She sent and, and she didn't finish listening to what I was saying, too. And I was saying some profound shit. But the point is that the, the actions of a few shouldn't be counted as everyone. Right. We had to be responsible for our own actions. We had to be responsible for our own shit. And I was like, whoa, like, this is kind of extreme. Like, oh, we got to we gotta make sure we got to go out, go on to social media, go after them, blah, blah. And, like, women seem not to understand our sarcasm. They can't capture or understand or have a grasp of sarcasm. And yet on their Tinder profiles, they, they say, oh, I'm, I speak a fluent in sarcasm. No, you don't. Because <laughs> if you did. You wouldn't be offended by a lot of the shit that, that you see right. or hear. So it's a lot of bullshit that you see just, just to, again, just to be edgy, just to seem cool. Of course. You know, just to seem funny because, sorry, posting a meme online doesn't make you funny. I'm afraid. It just makes you just kind of desperate just to seem funny, but not really. So it's just like give up at that point. But uh, yeah, man, like this is, I want to get her on. You know, she's one of the ones that is too lazy to go out and get a real job, you know, or too lazy to get on Skype. But, you know, she's a teacher. She's busy. Um, nice person, but we've got to find a day to uh, to just get an hour. Like, yeah, just sixty Sit minutes. Sit down and record, yeah. Yeah, and it could be like a multi-part thing, uh, because it's good to get a woman's point of view on a lot of things, especially this. And she's one of those ones that are on that that really you know, spectrum, you know. So yeah. it's, it's good to get that at that um that point of view. So guys, stay tuned. Let's see. We try to make some magic happen because, uh, trust me, you you are not gonna miss this. And just like me, and I'm gonna have fun with this when when it does happen because we we're, we're gonna hit on a lot of topics. But that's in the future. But the future is now because we'll be talking about NXT a little bit and some AEW and some. Uh, NWA. So, you know, quickly, because we're not going to do the whole recap. Like, you have so many other wrestling podcasts that will already have that covered. So, just leave it to them. But for me here, we're going to essentially just talk about what are some of the takeaways from uh, both shows last night. 
the second week in the Wednesday Night Wars, you know, AEW and then NXT going head to head again for the second week in a row. Mm-hmm. And also we had NWA, their uh, Power Hour. Yeah, and I that was good. Yeah, I didn't watch AEW Dark, unfortunately. Just uh, AEW's uh, Dark matches. I have I haven't watched that yet, but I, I will. I'll definitely be getting to that, you know, soon, so I can give my takes on it on a solo show coming soon in a, in a few days. But uh, from I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on what was your your takeaways from both shows. Well, I'll start off with uh technically third show because we're talking about NWA. Just give a little brief on a, a, uh, NWA. Yes. Um wow. I think I think we got something, man. Tuesdays, I think that's gonna be good. NWA is looking very nice. Um they have a nice crop of talent down there. I noticed some impact favorites I used to like back in the uh can't even say the old days because it was literally like three years ago. Yeah. But back when Impact I, I feel like the last real good era of Impact that that twenty sixteen era, you know, with the uh, but a lot of the top talents that are in WWE right now, unfortunately, not doing anything. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like wow, NWA looks great. Um, you know, we we grew up in the '90s. You were born '90. I was born '91. Yes. But AW, I keep saying AWA. NWA has so much of an old '80s feel. Like I've seen a bunch of NWA promos, especially like the the, the Ric Flair stuff. You know, oh, the yeah. Ric Flair oh, promos. Yeah, the Ric Flair, the um, was it um, uh, Magnum TA, um, you know, the Four Horsemen, uh, a lot of that, just a lot of those. I've seen those promos, and I'm like, man, you know, it it looks and it replicates the same feel where it's like where you cut your promo is not that far from the ring. Nope. You know, it's like right, it's right over there, and it has a great feel. I like the studio audience too. It's very unique. You know, a lot of people, you know, in the wrestling world. They want the numbers in terms of the venue. Everyone's big. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, too, because we'll talk about, you know, AW and stuff. But, yeah. you know, people are real big on numbers. And, oh, did the, arena, did the arena sell out, this, this, and that? Or, oh, they only got 200, no, 100 people sitting down. But I thought they, they – I'm, I'm going to break it out of saying AWA. I don't know why it's, I keep going to that. <laughs> yeah, NWA, AWA is very similar. National Wrestling Alliance, uh, a wrestling alliance. And I think AWA is American Wrestling Alliance. So it's like there. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it was just oh, as far as NWA, uh, real good, and I can't wait to see more, man. I can't wait to see more, especially from guys like Eli Drake, and um, you got uh Nick Aldis there, and you got you got some good talent, and Tim Storm, uh, the former champion, that guy has a great look. He looks like what an '80s wrestler looks like. Oh yeah, definitely. He he has the, the real thick neck, you know what I mean, like the real burly uh body type. So yeah, that was um. That was great. That was a good one hour. Keep it short, you know. Jim Cornette on the commentary was very good. Um, yeah. yeah. It felt like a, a blast in the past. If he would have mm-hmm. got his hair, it would have been like the fucking 80s, man. I yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. It, it, it feels so nostalgic. And, like, I didn't even watch that stuff growing up. Like, I've seen clips. Yeah. But I wasn't born in the 80s. I wasn't watching, you know, those shows in, like, 84 and 85. I was born in 91. So when I was born, it was – when we were born – um, was, you know, the golden era was, you know, uh, the new blood and stuff like yes. that with, you know, Hall, Nash and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Like, we didn't even experience that, but it just feels so nostalgic watching it. Yeah, it was 
too. When I, yeah, I was talking about it on the other chat. I was like, let me let me watch this, and it's on YouTube. It's an hour yeah. every Tuesday at six oh five. Nice little power hour, and you know, it it did enough. Like you yeah. know, we we have shows that are three hours long, two hours long. We have right. reviews that are twelve hours long. So it's just a nice change of pace where we can we can just have this condensed hour of wrestling and this nostalgic feel. And I know people are saying, oh, you got to be careful and not rely too much on nostalgia. It's just to get people introduced to the field of NWA. They have, they may have the the old school feeling with the promos right next to the ring mm-hmm. and, the, and the commercials or adverts for those who are over in the UK. But it has contemporary wrestling. So now it's more of today's wrestling, you know? Yeah. Which is going to bring in people who love that type of wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. Not that many, you know, you have some few kicks and flips, but you have that that wrestling that is more, you know, modern in today's like old school, yeah. yeah. So so old school, man. And like everything, the, the way the studio lights look, the ring with the blue canvas, it, it just it has a great old feel, but not in a bad way. I think yeah. this is thoroughly what you know, it's reminding us of what wrestling is and what it used to be. You know, so I think I think it's great. You know, I could tell I'm actually probably gonna tell some of my older relatives about this that you know when I was a kid used to watch wrestling and what got me into wrestling, I'm gonna tell them about this because I think it's good. I think anyone who's a wrestling fan should check it out. You know, oh, it's, it's uh, so far so good. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I know if my stepfather was alive, he will definitely get a kick out of this because mm-hmm. he was alive during those times. And, yeah, you know, he knows about Ric Flair. He, he knew about Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen and. Hogan, Andre, and all of them. And, yeah, he uh, grew up on it. Yeah, he grew up on that. So this would have been a nice, just a, a nice throwback. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just paying homage to old school. And it has new school elements in it, but it, it keeps true to its identity. And that's what wrestling is missing at the end of the day. It's missing identity. And you can yeah. say that about TNA, you know, ROH. Is missing something, yeah. And I hope that with Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW, that they basically find their footing. Now that the draft is coming up, it's starting up tomorrow, by the way. So on Friday Night SmackDown, then on Monday Night Raw is going to conclude. So we'll see where things where things lie. You know. Yeah, we'll see. The future and with AEW. my takeaways from from AEW and NXT, uh, NXT, of course, like last week, AEW was a better show, but people tune in more to to uh, AEW because something fresh, something new, mm-hmm. and this was more the same. And last week's uh, opening match with uh, Matt Riddle and Adam Cole, like no, nothing can beat that. Uh, uh, yeah, that was great. That was a great match. But uh, the Young Bucks and Private Party, like I watched it live, and people were were raving about it. And I watched uh, for 
those of you that are wondering if I watched one or the other, I watched both shows. And shout outs to YouTube TV because uh, without it, it wouldn't have been possible. And uh, it's essentially, like I said, you know, well, let me let me try this out. It's it's right there. It's it's you know, stream live TV. I was like, hey, great! I have T, uh, TNT. I have USA. And you know, let me let me watch this. Let, let me let me <laughs> let me watch both at the same time. And it was at, at points I was like, oh man, like trying to get my attention. But for the most part, I can say that until the end. AEW had my attention. And then with the main event and NXT, that's when it got my attention. Uh Kushida versus Walter. Walter, yeah. I, I love fucking Walter. He's a like He's you, great. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see him in in a in a dark alley or a lit <laughs> alley. And I said that before. That this fucking guy, like like you he looks like a fucking he, he actually looks like a fucking uh like final boss. Yeah, he's a beast. And he can go. He can definitely go. And Kushida, like, you know, we've seen him in, in New Japan and what he can do, and now he's in NXT. But, you know, I feel, in my opinion, he's not going to be at that Nakamura level when he, when he came to NXT. Yeah. And unfortunately, look at Nakamura now, but... You know he he you know he has some he has some some stock in NXT for the time he's there, but I feel like he he's gonna have a bit of a ceiling. Um, and not a lot of people know about him. You know that that's where like that ceiling is gonna is gonna. Yeah, N- Nakamura came in a, a top guy because he wasn't you know on his way out he was a top guy. Uh, in New Japan, so yeah, I understand what you mean. Kushida was always like a, kind of a mid Carter. Yes, so, yeah. But uh, Walter, give him some time, and you know he's really you know he's in, in this title reign and with the uh, NXT UK uh, World Championship. Mm-hmm. So he and he has a stable behind him. So we'll we'll see. We'll definitely see more of him now that Finn Balor's back. And you never know who else is gonna be in the main roster. Who's gonna come? Yeah, Champa's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. Champa's back. So it's 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 a good time. It's a very good time to enjoy wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. And from uh, uh, from AEW, my takeaway was from you know from the show was the opening tag match. Uh, and Jericho's promo. And, yeah, it was great. And people were saying, like, yeah, like it was a really good promo. And we know how good Jericho is, so this 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 isn't nothing. But the fact mm-hmm. that they have more freedom is something that I enjoyed. It was uh, so natural, right? Yeah. Him cutting that promo was so was so natural. It was crazy. Exactly. It's uh it, it's just something that I, I've been wanting for in wrestling because things feel too scripted. Things feel too, you know, it, it feels bottled up. It feels like things are too safe, too formal. Yeah. And you need that 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 naturalness in uh, in wrestling. Just that emotion. Just that authenticity. 
So now that we we've got that, like I'm just I'm waiting to see and all the ratings are in. I know uh viewership went down with NXT by a hundred thousand, so last the first right. week. Uh, being on the full two hours, they did uh, around eight hundred thousand, and this week they did seven hundred thousand. So it's it's down a hundred hundred thousand. They're down a hundred grand, and AEW did a mil a mil point zero four. So they're down by four hundred thousand. Yeah, about about four hundred thousand. And then I know they had, um, I think it was like 122,000 was on that other channel because they had, they simulcast AEW because of the fact that, um, what was it? Uh, there was a baseball game and they didn't want it to overrun yeah. and affect AEW on TNT. So they had, uh, so they did that. They, um, you know, they had two, they were simulcasting it. And I know that one got, so if you, if you add both, you know, the simulcast and the regular, it would bring it up to about like 1.2, 1.2-ish. Okay. But I mean, you know, um, it's still less than what they did last week, which is, is uh, expected. Um, I knew it was going to be a lower rating because of the fact that, you know, it's the first show. Everyone's going to want to check out the first show. Everyone's like, oh, man, I want to see what this is. And then whether they stay or not, you know, even people that, that might not be uh huge wrestling fans might just check it out just because they heard oh it's a new wrestling show I mean, you know it's the first time you know whatever so and yeah. it's gonna go down the the viewership it's it's essentially gonna go down but with the draft coming up and also the super freak shout out to uh, to super freak uh according to him mm. And this could be confirmed tomorrow, but and you know, super freak when it comes to the knowledge, dropping them knowledge bombs. People can be draft can be drafted to NXT. Yeah. Which makes sense because now that NXT is on the USA network, it makes all the sense in the world. So we'll find out tomorrow when the draft begins on Friday Night SmackDown and it will conclude on my Aaron Raw. Overall, like I think this week AEW was a better show. Last week NXT was a better show. Yeah. But now I feel like NXT has to be a bit more chaotic, not WCW levels, but just more so like it should be a little bit more frantic. Yeah. Because it seems like yeah, it seems like they're following a, a, a formula, a pattern, and we. We gotta be careful. We we essentially gotta be careful uh, about that. NXT should be very careful when it yeah. comes to when it comes to that because they wanna, you know, they wanna stand apart from from the competition. And if they do the same thing, and you're you're on national television, and it's just set up for failure, you're gonna continue to go down. And in the first two weeks, they did pretty well. They did, and this because it was an hour. Yeah, they they did a, a mill. And then when AW came along, like the the rate went down. And then of course you got the AW fans, and I feel like 
the worst thing about AEW is the fans. Like that that is one thousand percent fact. Yeah, it's the it's the, the, the diehards who, you know, AEW can't do anything wrong and Cody Christ and yeah, those those people are definitely super annoying on uh, especially on Twitter. But um I, I mean I, I'll say this, um just get my brief about the show because I know we're kind of wrapping up. But uh, you know, um, I thought I thought AEW had the better show this week too. Last week NXT definitely did, but and AEW just has a great feel. And um, one thing I'll say this week versus uh, this week's episode versus NXT's episode is that NXT, um, which is kind of funny saying because NXT has been around for a while, but. I think the star power in NXT is not it's not nearly as big as AEW and that's funny to even say because AEW doesn't have major star power either. Yes. Um they only have like a few names that you know of, but I don't know, seeing the inner circle immediately just kind of those guys around Jericho just put them on a pedestal. Like I'm looking at, you know, Jake Hager and I'm like, man, I'm actually interested in this character. If they, if they don't let him talk, I think he'll be fine because yeah. that's always been Jack Swagger's weakness, and I've always been a bit of a fan of his before, but same here. You know, seeing him now, it's like okay, I'm invested in this character. Um, you know, uh, LAX. I know we can't call him that, but those guys are beasts. Yes. You know, and even then, the um, what's the name, kid? Sammy, uh, Sammy Guevara. He's he's you know he's got a little spunk to him. He's got to learn the channel and everything, but I think he's going to be a player too. And you know, just looking at you know Private Party, we watched those guys at HOG. So it's cool seeing them on a on a bigger uh you know on a on a bigger stage now. But it's like, and then you think about it, and and AEW still hasn't even shown off. They like there's so much talent they haven't shown. Lucha Bros haven't had a match yet. Luchasaurus hasn't had, and Jungle Boy hasn't had a match yet. SCU, Awesome Kong, um like is is uh, like, uh, hmm? someone else uh, didn't have a match. Uh, Solomon, I mean, yeah. Orange Cassidy. He was in the crowd, yeah. 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 And they popped Orange for him. Orange was in the crowd, you yeah. know? And they popped for him. Because <laughs> yeah. he, you know, people can say what they want, but he he has a name on the Indies, and he while he's not a megastar, he does have a bit of star power that he brings there. But it's like, you know, they have, they have a, you know, it just, AEW's presentation it just seems so like leaps and bounds better than than NXT, and I and I get that NXT is it, it's supposed to be developmental. Yeah, but it's just I feel like I'm watching AEW and I'm watching you know stars as they say. I'm watching NXT and it's cool. I'm watching I'm watching developmental talent, almost like how Kenny Omega said in that promo. Yeah, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you know it, it's it's going to be a, a considered a bad thing because of the fact that they're considered competition which they are you know whether you people want to admit it or not they they are a competition because you know they're both on the same time slot on the same night producing the same content so you know but you know just kind of unfortunate that nxt is going to take the beating for vince mcmahon's pettiness because this is all vince oh yeah of course this is all vince you you know know what it is NXT, which that you sometimes want to say real quick, that, that got me mad. Initially, when I found out that NXT was going to be live, you know, I wasn't too fond of it. And a lot of people, you know, that I spoke to on it were like, oh, well, it's good. You know, this, this, and that. They'll finally be on the road and they'll be on TV. But I'm like, it's not right that NXT is finally getting on TV because of, of this AEW stuff. 
Like it, they should, if this is the case, they should have been put NXT on TV. NXT has been better than the main roster for the past four years. Exactly. NXT has been, yeah, NXT has been producing quality matches and everything. They should have been on live TV. If if you want to put them on TV, don't just put them on TV now because you're competing. And and I feel like at the end of the day, I feel this is gonna hurt NXT. I mean, the ratings are, are going down. They're not terrible, but yeah. the ratings are going down. And I think this is gonna hurt NXT because. You know, I was listening to uh, JD a little bit earlier, his NXT review. Shout out to JD from NY. And he brought up something right, you know, which was that the last two to three weeks of NXT, it's like they're just booking on the fly. And that's not NXT. NXT is all about the long-term booking. But it feels like they're just booking like Kushida versus Walter. They just made the matchup just to compete with AEW. And it's like you could actually get a program out of these guys. Why are you just giving away matches free? Yeah, that, that's like one of the issues with WWE and it's now spilling to NXT because before yeah. you will have a program, you know, Tyler Bate and Walter, they had a, a fucking amazing program. That was great, yeah. And that culminated at, at uh, the last takeover. Right. And that match went almost a fucking hour. And I was like, like at first I was like, oh man, like it's it's a little bit too long and a little bit too, it's not hokey, but it's like, Come on now, you you look at Tyler Bate, you look at Walter, and like obviously, yeah, you know, yeah. But the match, like a lot of people loved the match, and I eventually warmed up to the match, and that was culminated in a bunch of segments and beatdowns and, and comebacks. But now it's just putting matches for the sake of having matches, and they gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Now, so they got that second hour to fill. When they should have more stories, and right. you know they are and same thing. Just with back AW. to how it was before. I mean, yeah. even even when NXT was an hour on the network, you know they was they were fitting in backstage segments and and promos mixed in within the matches, and it was a nice it was a nice blend. Yes. But you know now they're they're essentially turning everything into a ratings war because if you want to be real, they started because AEW chose to go on Wednesdays. They didn't even, you know, hey, we're just going to go on Wednesday regardless, you know. And then NXT, they decided to put NXT on TV. But it's like now that they're doing this, it's almost like they're just booking week to week, trying to beat them in the ratings. And it's like you're going to hurt NXT. You're going to hurt the brand, which I I have a sad prediction that's going to happen. Yes. When, when Initially, when I found out NXT was going on TV, I said, wow, Vince is going to kill NXT. Um, because eventually the ratings for NXT might drop if, you know, yeah, you're having great matches, but if there's no good story developments engaging, you know, people might fall out of it. And, you know, eventually if that happens, Vince is going to be like, oh, well, NXT is a flop. Now I'm going to take control of NXT. Yeah. And then he's going to start booking NXT like he does SmackDown and Raw, which um, from what I've heard, I heard Raw was like just terrible. Yeah, and, dude. Um... Yeah. It's a shame. I'm not. I don't. I'm not watching. I'm not. I'm not watching Raw or SmackDown. I'm literally Wednesday nights while I stream. I I have AEW on mute, but I'm like I'm watching it on the side. And then usually when I come home from work the next morning, I'll just watch. Like I'll glimpse over it usually because I've seen most of the matches, but I'll check out the. Sometimes I watch. You know, I just watch it over. And then once I get up, I watch as I'm getting ready to head to the gym. You know, I'm eating my dinner and stuff. I'm watching uh, NXT. Yeah. That's what that's what I do, and I and I'm not watching uh, Raw or SmackDown. I, I'm not I'm not giving them the time of day because 
it seems like things are not going to get better. Yeah, it's not. Especially since they didn't bring it up before you head out. No, you got to head out. Um, Just quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking hell, man. Pound the cell. Second year in a row. The DQ stoppage, whatever they want to call it, justify. Uh, yeah. Why did it? Because they booked themselves into a corner. You know, because they didn't want stuff to lose the title, but then they didn't want to make Bray lose. And just 18 stomps, uh, chairs, tools, they anything, everything except the kitchen sink, ladders, yeah. and the fucking sledgehammer. Like, you can have uh, Triple H use his fucking sledgehammer on people, have it break off. <laughs> Uh, have McFoley essentially die, die, and <laughs> hound the cell. He get thrown off the cell, and then th- thrown off off the top of the cell, and they get choke slam through yep. the cell. That's fine, but then in, in this fucking uh, WWE video to explain all oh, what what happened to hound the cell, and explains like, oh, it's 2019, and then I was like, oh, it's 2019. That that's great. That's that's a excellent excuse. I was like. Who in the fuck do you think we are? Like, are, you think we're retarded? It's like, oh, we have to stop because uh, we was concerned for the safety. Like, Bray in kayfabe is a fucking demon. He, you can hit him and, and, and beat him up and he's just going to come back to life. It's like Jason, you know? Yeah. And it was just, very, just to justify why they didn't want to have Seth lose and Bray, Bray Wyatt won the title. And they just not only just severely, severely damaged both Bray Wyatt's Fiend character and Seth Rollins and the Hell in the Cell. So they managed to almost kill, no, they killed definitely the Hell in the Cell. And they almost killed two uh, performers at, at that one night. We, we saw a burial and we saw a murder. Yeah. And it wasn't Seth. Again. Yeah, yeah, again. And we it wasn't Seth using the fucking sledgehammer. It wasn't that. It was because of that. Yeah. That was that, that wasn't that that's that wasn't the, the, the root cause, it was one of the symptoms. And Congrats, congratulations, you managed to kill Bray Wyatt again. He gave you gold twice in a row and you managed to ruin his character again. Again. Amazing, it's amazing stuff. Beautiful, it's dude. It, it's it's so beautiful when you see destruction on that level because it proves once again that it's not Bray's fault entirely. It's it's yeah. really it's really WWE's fault. People say, "Oh, well, he's just with a mask and, and a just new new you know just a new gimmick, new outfit." Blah 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 blah. Spend spend spend. Bye bye bye. It, it's it's essentially breaking done all he all he can do, and still WWE managed to fuck him. They managed to fuck him. And also shout outs to to uh, Super Freak because when I told him, Seth did I think sixteen eighteen stops, <laughs> and no one. Better not lose that fucking move, ever. Yo, I don't, I don't understand. Like, 
I don't understand wrestling logic in the sense that if he did 18 or whatever stomps to Bray, essentially his finisher, why not just do that to everybody? Why are we doing other moves? Yes. Shouldn't we all just do our finishing moves a thousand times because yeah. we can? Yeah, four meter. That means four meter. Yeah. It's four meter. And, you know, to just to close it out, like, that that match, that, that pay-per-view was fucking ruined. And people were like, oh, calm down, relax. You should know better. Yeah, we, we were invested. It's 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 a crime to be invested in a character that we're trying to. They say, oh, you 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 enjoy someone, so you gotta invest. You gotta uh, tune in. You gotta support. You gotta buy the merch. You gotta you know just cheer and, and support this this man. And when we do, it's like, oh, you should have known better. But then when we don't, it's like, oh, it's your fault. You didn't support him. So it's, it's like it's a, it's a lose 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 yeah. lose lose, and it, it really pisses me off and. You know, I was like this close from from deleting my, you know, just canceling my subscription. But like, wait a minute, there's a lot of stuff for the network. It's it's for ten dollars. There's so much. Yeah, it, so much good stuff, man. Just yeah. go, man. just use it. You know, go and watch the old stuff. That's what I did. I just my network is literally to watch uh, WWE program pre two thousand nine and and. Uh, and like those documentaries they have, that's it. Yeah. The DVDs, because they have some of the, you know, the, the DVD documentaries and everything uh, WWE pre-2009. That's that's literally what my network is for. And, yes. I, you know, I get my feel of it. It's $10 is not bad. Yeah. So yeah. Like we, we do more with $10. We do, we do yeah. a lot with $10. So the fact that and people say, oh, you WWE sheep. Listen, I watch WWE, watch AEW, NXT. From time to time, I watch bits of Impact, bits of New Japan. Just because I don't watch what you watch doesn't make me less a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I just have a different flavor of wrestling that I like. And that's okay, too. Yeah, and there's tons of it. So yeah, it's so much. And now we got NWA, so there's so much to choose. You don't have to watch you know, what I watch, and you shouldn't watch what I watch. So there's options. In the world where we have options, you shouldn't be complaining. But people have to complain about something because humans. So with that being said, I know you got to go, but I'm going to stay on for a little bit. But, okay, you know, thank you for lending me an hour and, and 10 minutes. You know, No problem, man. I, uh, I wish I, I wish I could stay on, but I... um. I called out of work yesterday, so my sleep is is not too good. I work for those that may not know. I work overnight, so like, I actually am, I'm trying to get like at least an hour and a half because if I don't, I'm gonna be up for like 25 hours. Oof. Basically, a zombie. Yeah, and I'm I'm not feeling too good as it is. Um, a little under the weather. Yeah, it's it's the the bug is it's starting yeah, to hit I'll, me too. So I, I totally understand. But we, you know we're here. So dude, thank you and. Hope you feel better. No problem, man. And you know, definitely talk to you off of um off air. You know, talk, mm-hmm. talk about some some things. But yeah, man, thank you. You know, get get some rest, and I'll talk to you later, man. No doubt, man. Everybody have a good show. All right, man. All right, see you around. See you, man. All righty, and that is Rome. You can check his stuff out. He has a Twitter. At Ramos himself, check him out there. He has 
bit of wrestling, lots of fighting game content. Uh, also, he's a, twi- a Twitch streamer, so check him out at twitch.tv slash Rome underscore himself. Again, that is twitch.tv slash Rome underscore himself. And I know him for the longest. I'm glad for him to lend me his voice for an hour, even if it's for an hour or half an hour. Time is precious. So the fact that he wasn't feeling well, but he still decided to get on, you know, I'm happy. I'm grateful. And just the, you know, the discussion that we had was awesome. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. But now we get into the bit of uh, before I head out. I want to hit on something very dark and uh, filthy and and nasty. And no, not Hell in the Cell, because I was dark, filthy, and something that will will stay in our minds for the rest of our lives because of how disgusting it was, how uh, how much of abomination it was. But uh, the Angela White fan club. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. So we have 2018, 2019 female, AVN, female performer of the year. Uh, so many accolades. Uh, this widest woman is, is popular, is in so many scenes, and she was the hustler cover girl for this summer the anniversary edition no doubt and actually had the copy i bought the copy myself uh very good uh, very good centerfold and uh wow let's just let's just say uh yeah we she most definitely deserves all of her accolades uh very beautiful Australian uh, funeral performer. So many accolades again, so many awards. Uh, she's just on the top of her game. And she's going to continue to be on top of her game because of all of her fans just supporting her and, and all the exposure that she's getting. So she has gone to the dark side. And Angela White's Dark Side DVD, five hours. Uh, if you guys don't want to watch five hours worth of wrestling, I mean, we'll still do it because we're wrestling fans. But, you know, break it up. You know, break it up in, in five one-hour segments and enjoy uh, Angela White's uh, biggest blow bang and biggest gang bang ever. And uh not gonna get into into it because it's a bit graphic, but let's just say uh she gets it in and she she gives it and she gets it in. And uh it's to see like all these scenes are about cause uh holy crap, like this is very I think this is the nastiest she's ever been and for those guys that are listening who, who enjoy Angela White's content, uh, definitely check her stuff out. Her DVD is available. 
I might get it to support. Yeah, you know, just figure, you know, if you really like if it's a podcaster, if it's a porn star, if it's uh, someone that's into graphic design, into uh, sculpting, photography, uh, producer, anything. If you support them, you know, let it be known. Hey, I support this this person. I support this this actor. This this adult film star. This uh, photographer, graphic designer. Because at the end of the day, you gotta support who you like. You gotta support those who who are doing their thing. Those who are doing are performing their craft well. So yeah, this is why I have the Andrew White fan club. It's a little segment, you know, kind of cringy, I guess, but who cares? It is what it is. You know, I enjoy this porn star and just, you know, you already know who she is. If, if you don't, you've been living on a rock, but definitely check her stuff out. It's available. Her DVD is available now. Many different ways to stream it, just like the way we we stream wrestling, we stream Netflix. So have at have at it, boys and girls. I know some girls are into the are into Angela White too. So have at it, guys and girls. So with that being said, let's bring the show to a close. If you made it all the way to the end, I thank you. Uh. I like these short and concise uh, podcasts. Not not too long, just right there, the sweet spot. So I'm going to continue to try to get get these podcasts at this length because to have really long podcasts is not, it's not my intention. It really isn't. So if you enjoy what, you, what you've heard, please, cons- please consider listening to my past episodes on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. And also check out my website, RoomPrimeTV.com. Again, that's RoomPrimeTV.com. Also, Twitter, at RoomPrimeTV. Facebook, RoomPrimeTV Podcasts. Instagram, RoomPrimeTV. So for myself and Ron himself, this has been another episode of The Round Table with a little bit of rusting on the side. So I bid you adieu and a farewell so I can shut the hell up now and get this bit recorded and edited for you guys. Peace.